friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, where friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, crying, hug, friendship solid as gold. My soul could whatever started a year ago. We share our stories and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, NKOTV. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW. Hashtag friends forever. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Are we recording? Uh, yes, we are. I had a dream last night. You did? It was one of those dreams that are so vivid. It's like it's real. Like it really happened. Did it really happen? Well, let me tell you about the dream and oh, then okay. and you tell me. Okay. <laughs> so I had a dream that I was engaged to be married to Harry Styles. Oh. oh. <laughs> and I was slightly thinner than I am now, but not thin by any means. But I felt good. Like I felt like light on my feet yeah. in the dream. <laughs> and I was engaged to Harry Styles. And I don't know if I should say this or not, but I'm going to. Okay. And Sadie was actually... Our child. <laughs> but I was married to Pete. Oh, so I didn't know how I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> like, I in the dream, I'm like, I love Pete. Like, he's my husband. I don't want to leave him. But this is Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, what do you do? So and I know why I had this dream, because I saw I watched a video last night somewhere of him like surprising a fan oh at like a pop-up or something whoa and it could you I, imagine i literally watched it for 30 seconds it wasn't even like a big part of my day but he's handsome i love i love harry styles mm-hmm. he is so cute mm-hmm. and also in my dream he did not know how old i was oh and my birthday was coming up and we were also planning to move to hawaii Oh. Yes. So we were planning all on, kinds of all ki- yes, we were going to get married and then move to Hawaii and live happily ever after. He did not know that he knew that I was married. Okay. But he did not know that I was turning 40. And I feel like at the end of my dream I ended up telling him and he was like, "That's cool." Like he was okay with the fact that I was like Was he British though? 15 years older. Yes. Did he sound British? Okay. Oh, yeah. He's only like Harry Styles. In my dreams, people lose their accents. Oh, really? Yes. No, he def- I, I feel like he definitely had an accent. And also, you were in the dream. Oh, I was? And Darcy and Robbie. Oh. <laughs> it's really random. That's it was the most crazy. random dream, and it was so real. I miss dreams like that. It was like one of those dreams that was like, like I was watching a movie of my life with Harry Styles. He was so handsome. <laughs> He's so, so handsome. And he was like actually the famous Harry Styles. Oh, so the One Direction Harry Styles? Wait. No, but he was like famous. Like people recognized him in my dream. Oh. Like I went places with him and people were like, oh my God, it's Harry Styles. <laughs> and he had like a bodyguard that would follow us. Oh. Um. Yeah. I, okay. I don't want to change the subject. Yeah. What are you wearing for perfume? I'm wearing dry shampoo. <laughs> Because I smell something and it reminds me of like being a teenager. Really? I think it's just dry shampoo. Do you want to smell my head? Yes. Okay. It's Dove. Yep. Okay. (laughs) What is it? So I'm wearing in my hair. I have. I washed it yesterday. Mm -hmm. I have not showered it today. So I. Nor have I. So, hey. hey, so I used Pert Plus. Hey, Pert Plus. Maybe it's which Pert is Plus. also reminiscent of being a teenager. Okay, it's Pert Plus. Um, and I used like the regular like stuff I like the whatever big sexy red can shit. Mm-hmm. And I used a Dove hairspray. And then this morning before I left the house, I just sprayed some Dove um uh, dry shampoo in my hair. Oh. And then I brushed it and walked out the door. This is day four. Wow. That's pretty good. It's pretty bad. This is day two, but it's going to be day one. Yes, this is going to be day one this afternoon. I'll take a shower. Yeah. 
but um interesting yeah so that i can't but it like it's pert plus it's got to be it's got to be because every i only this is like I didn't the even second know they day made used pert it. plus anymore well they do and this is the reason i bought it so i have been using um like a dove moisturizing shampoo yeah and I have a separate conditioner. I don't even remember the brand, but I like it. I love I've been Dove using. products anyway. Me too. So I've been using that. But I have... Our shower does not have a ton of room. Yeah. Because um, it's just like a... Like there's no tub to our shower. And it's not like just a stall, but it's not like regulation size either. Yeah, okay. And there's really very the there's very little shelving space. So mm-hmm. me and Pete share the shower. So I've been trying to limit the amount of bottles I have. Mm-hmm. And I do have my conditioner, which fits fine. And I could have easily replaced it with the shampoo. But this time of year, sometimes having a little bit extra conditioner is good in my hair because yeah. it gets really like dry. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, so I thought I'd try Pert Plus and then use a little extra conditioner on the ends. Mm-hmm. But yesterday I did not. I just did straight up Pert Plus. And I was happy with it. Mm-hmm. And the smell reminds me of middle school. Okay, that's what it is. Like, it reminds me of middle school. I'm going to go buy some. Like, when I would go to school with my hair wet. Yeah, exactly. And I would sit in front of Darcy, and she would smell my hair. <clears throat> and then later on, come to find out, her first memory of me, or one of her first memories of me, is that my hair smelled good. Oh, I know because <laughs> we didn't like know each other. Yeah. 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 Yet. Right. Yet. Um, so, yeah. It's Pert Plus. Pert Plus. Who else uses Pert Plus? Raise your hand. Show of hands. Um, Trying to think of what other things are going on. Um, <clears throat> No cruise themes yet. No, I've been not that not that it. I'm going to be on the cruise, but you're still looking at the theme. I've been stuff. looking out for it. Yeah. Nothing. I feel like it's close. I hope so. I mean, it needs to be how. So last time, when did they come out? Wasn't it like remember. October? No, it was September. No, it was July. I don't know. I, clearly, I don't know what the <laughs> F I'm talking about. I'm like, oh, October, September, July. Sorry for the coughing. And I'm getting over this. Finally. This thing that's been going on for like four weeks. Oh my gosh, I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. Well, yeah, it's it, it it's been going around too. So I had it, and then I I don't now. Oh yeah, let's talk about NK Airplay Radio. Oh yeah, why yeah. not? So where should we begin? Well, we have joined forces. We've started like a little friendship slash partnership yes we have and it's it kind of makes sense you guys i mean we're kind of like both in the communications industry (laughs) right (laughs) you know what i mean no absolutely so i think that we um it just makes sense that we kind of join forces and and see yeah so if you want to go ahead and listen to nk airplay radio you can download the live 365 app and look up nk airplay radio and there it is and they have live they have live djs they've got it's and if you join their facebook group yeah um, they will like tell you when they're going live and then give you ways to request songs and dedications and things like that yep so all you have to do is just go like once you download um the app you go and search and search for nk airplay radio and it will show up come right up yeah um now this radio station okay so this came out they originally came out in like 2008 i think that they said yeah it was right around when they like the reunion i can remember listening to this at the bangor daily that's so funny and so I didn't know it was like a rekindling of that. Oh, well, I right. just remembered because like, internet radio, it was before Spotify. It was before Pandora, I even think maybe. Yeah. I think Pandora may have been around, but um, I found it through one of the message message boards, probably Ning. 
Yeah. Um, and started listening to it all the time because it was cool because they had DJs and it's like they were talking about things that like meant a lot to me. Yes. Can I? I'm, I'm about to laugh okay. and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I'm listening. So I did not, I was not familiar with this back then. Okay. I didn't listen to it. But when I think about internet radio, I loved internet radio. Oh, you're going to talk about AOL internet radio, aren't you? I'm going to talk about the Sims Online. Oh! Oh, snap. When people would have house parties, there were DJs. There were. And there was like Sims Online radio. That's right. And they would have parties on the Sims Online and they would DJ. Yeah. And then you could like request songs and dedicate songs. Yes. To To your friends. To Michael Beach. To Michael Beach or to James Bond. Yeah. So it it was just like when I think about internet radio, I think about that and how amazing that was. Yeah. And it was so cool. And like you said before, the Pandora and the Spotify right. And, right. and all those like instant gratification right. types of music and, and, you know, streaming your music, which is great. They're, there's, they're great. However. Right. That I like a radio station. That essence of like surprise. Right. And yes. Um. You know, when someone's talking to you, especially someone that you can connect with, and clearly when we're all blockheads. Right. So you're in good company. Right. At NK Airplay Radio. Right. And we'll put their links to their social and um, the 365 app and all of that on our website. On our website. You can go on there. You can check it out. Um, But yeah, listen to them because... I think they're going to have some of our episodes playing on the radio, I think. Is that okay to say? Like, Yeah. I think that... That is okay to say because that was one of the things we talked about. All right. So should we get into some stories? Let's intro. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. (laughs) This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is my so-called whatever. Hey, hey. 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 Welcome to the block party. We ain't leaving out nobody. Especially not NK Airplay Radio. That's right. Yeah. So we got some stories for you today. We do. Uh, so speaking of stories. um, You guys. I cannot wait to have Amanda on the podcast because. Stories for days, this oh girl. Oh my gosh. She told us like two. And they were both like. And I was like, they were jaw droppers. They were. And spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I mean, Jordan. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. So, you guys, we're going to have her on. We're going to figure out a time. Yes, yes, yes. And you'll hear it straight from her. Right. And you can follow her. She's the Amanda Knight, I believe, on social media. Social media. I, I know she is um, on Instagram. So, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, let's get into some stories. Um. So, should I read first? Sure. Okay. So I'm going to read Jenny's story. Total. I'm going to start that over. Okay. Jenny's story. Total blockhead winner to Mixtape Festival 2016. Oh, I love hearing like winner stories. I do too. You know what I mean? Because it's like. Because you see these out there and you're like, nobody wins those. I don't know who wins those. Right. What happens? What happens after? Exactly. And now we get to hear. Very excited. On July 20th, 2016, I sat down to watch Rock This Boat, not knowing what amazing experience was about to happen. They had a contest where you had to tweet a hashtag and answer a question about something that happened in the show to win. I was not very good on Twitter and was having a hard time finding the link. I almost gave up, but was determined because you never know. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that I didn't give up because on Tuesday, July 25th, while taking a break at work, I opened up an email containing my childhood dream. Whoa. I had won the total blockhead contest from Rock This Boat and Pop TV. I freaked out and responded to the email right away. Apparently, I had received it on Monday, but I had been having phone issues. I had to clean my prize for the 28th. Thank God I saw it. I then called my best friend Tanya, completely freaking out, and told her that we were going to Hershey to see and meet NKOTV. Whoa, whoa. She was sleeping and told me she would call me back. LOL. She wasn't coherent and it took her a minute to process what I had just told her. She called me back within minutes, screaming with joy. We were about to meet our favorite band for the first time. We had never done a meet and greet before, which made this even more special. On August 5th, 2016, Tanya and I took off to Hershey, PA. 
We were picked up from the airport by a car company and whisked to the enchanting Hotel Hershey. Oh, I wish I really wanted to stay there, but it was really expensive. Was it? It was like $600. Yeah, that's a lot. Upon arrival, they gave us each a Hershey bar, my favorite, and tickets to Hershey Park in the gardens. The room was gorgeous and service impeccable. We spent an amazing day at Hershey Park. We came back around dinner time because they were having a reception at the hotel with drinks and appetizers. We decided to sit in the lobby for a little while before freshening up for the reception. We were only there for a few moments and then I see Jonathan walk by. He was followed by Jordan and then Danny. I stood up and covered my mouth in disbelief. Jordan saw me and put his finger up to his lips to tell me not to freak out, I suppose. LOL. (laughs) Kind of funny because we were the only ones in the lobby. He said he would be right back. He went into the cafe to get some coffee and then came out to take pics with us. Oh my gosh. Danny was with his family, so we didn't want to bother him, but he motioned for us to come over. We were so excited. He was so nice. He said he liked my shirt, shirt, but then made fun of Tanya's. We had such a good laugh. I told him that I had won the contest and he said he would see us at the pre-party tonight. I said, no, we don't have tickets to that. Then he asked if we would like to go and he put us Are on the guest serious, list. Are you serious, Danny Wood? Danny Wood, you know what you did. Danny Wood. He then said, you better hurry because it starts in less than an hour. Tani and I ran upstairs and got ready as fast as we could. We were windblown and sweaty from being at Hershey Park all day. When we got to the pre-party, NKOTB came out and did a question and answer session. The guys were funny and witty as usual. Afterwards, they took selfies. It was a bit crazy with all the fans, but worth it. John was super sweet. When Joey came by me and took my phone for a selfie, I told him that he was my first childhood crush and he smiled so big. Oh, my heart was racing a thousand miles an hour. He has always been my favorite. Donnie came next and was telling everyone to be ready for your selfie. He wanted everyone facing a certain way. And apparently I wasn't facing exactly where he wanted me to. And he kind of yelled at me and physically moved my body to face exactly how he wanted me to face. He made me so nervous that my selfie came out blurry. I was devastated. Oh, Tanya was like, heck no, you're getting a good selfie. She pulled me back over to Donnie and said his name really loud to get his attention. He turned around and looked at me. I quietly said my selfie was blurry. He smiled, motioned me over, gave me a hug and took a new picture. Oh, Donnie. I felt happy and relieved. Thank God for my best friend. She always pushes me to do things I wouldn't normally do. That day couldn't have been any better. The next day was mixtape. We had to get there early for our meet and greet. It was blazing hot outside. Hey. Talk about blazing hot outside at Hershey. Been there, done that. You've experienced that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, look. Are you reading what they said next? While waiting to do our meet and greet, a storm came through and poured down. What? That was like the same. That was the same. Like, same, same. Only three years earlier. So weird. Crazy. We actually ran into the, one of the porta potties to hide from the rain. Oh my word! You know it's bad when you run to a porta potty, right? Smelly. We came out and they took us straight to the meet and greet. Could you imagine if we would have missed the meet and greet because we were hiding in a potty? <laughs> that would be awful. That would be awful. I finally got to meet NKOTB all together for their first time. It was such a whirlwind. They were also nice, especially John. I love John. Oh, handsome prince. Yes. He asked me if I needed any sunscreen because I was looking a little red. LOL. Aww. Such a sweetheart. We finally were able to go to our seats and we were right next to the stage. If John asked me, I'd be like, oh, I'm just like this normally. <laughs> this is my normal coloring. <laughs> the entire mixtape festival was amazing, especially our boys. After the show, we went to the after party. I know a few of the guys came out for a bit. We had so much fun dancing and meeting other blockheads. When I came home, my local paper did an entire article on my experience. What? And it made the front page. Whoa. The entire experience was a dream come true. So very hashtag thankful and hashtag blessed. Jenny. Jenny. That was a great story. That was a great story. And we have pictures and she included even uh, screenshots of the tweet and the email. And how she won. And everything. It's so... Cool. Oh, look, and Jenny with an eye says, congrats, Jenny. <laughs> oh, nice. Um. Oh, my gosh. Look at the... She got, like, a whole spread. Okay, these... Not only the front page. Let's just say this. Not only the front page, but she got an entire spread. It's like... It 
it's not on the front page. It is the front page. It's the entire front page. Like, that's what it is. And can I just say something? She is cute as a button. She really is. Like, like, oh, my God. Looking at these pictures, you would never know that it was, like, sweltering hot outside. No. And that it had rained. No. Because she is so cute. Adorable. This is awesome. Thank you so, so cool. much for sharing. Look at Jordan in that picture. He's dreamy. Look at him. He's like, hey, I'm Jordan Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So cool. Jenny, thank you so much for sharing yes. your story. We really appreciate it. Like so much. It's interesting. They were like for their meet and greet. They were completely outside. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad we weren't completely outside. Yeah. For real. We were like. You were like under like cover, right? Like we uh, were like under the bleachers. Yeah, that's good. At least no. you had some shelter. I don't know where we were. I think we were under the bleachers. Yeah. They had fans going. Joey was wearing his jean jacket. And I was like, for real, dude. What? What? Like, why are you doing that? That's too hot. That is too hot. I see. And the thing is, I've always been this way. It hasn't just been from like me being large, like yeah. being overweight. Um, I've always been this way because I can remember um, doing square dancing with, um, you know, who <laughs> that guy. Wait, which guy? You know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was so concerned because I was so sweaty. And that yes. was seventh grade. I No. And I've I have. And I was like this big. Been that way. Yeah. I remember coming back from gym class like when it was like. Yeah. A lot like big activity. Yeah. Like when we'd have to run the mile oh. and my hair would be all wet right here. Oh, my gosh. And it was embarrassing. I used to like. And then there were girls that like didn't sweat. Like, period. They did I, not sweat. It used to be like a badge of honor. Sweating? Yeah. Like in basketball. Oh. Like well, we I looked at also- it. We looked at it as like a badge of honor because we would like joke like. Because people would say like, "Oh, did you take? Did you just get out of the shower?" And we'd say, "No, we just played a basketball game." <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's different in that situation. Yeah, it's like you sweat because I mean, like you sweat because you're, working, you're hard. working hard. Yeah, and like going for the goal. Man, man, did I sweat? Well, I still and did. like I didn't care either. Like I didn't care if. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, but now I care. Because I'm concerned of what things are going to be like when I'm older. Yeah. And like going through menopause. Uh, Hot flashes. Like that could be cause for concern. Yeah. Yeah. That could be cause for concern there. Or because I always have been hot my entire life. Maybe it will reverse and I'll be cold. You have cold flashes. I would love a cold flash. It's not going to happen, but now that won't happen. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I I mean, not going to lie. I'd be a little concerned. I don't. I don't know how much what my experience will be with that. I really don't. Because my experience with. Women's stuff mm-hmm. has been very irregular. I mean, I already always. have hot flashes. Yeah. Like I already experienced them when it like goes from the tip of your head all the way down. Yeah. So I already already get them. So you know what they are. So I know what they are and right. I know what they're going to be like. So like when I have an anxiety attack, mm-hmm. I get hot flashes with my anxiety attacks. Oh, okay. I. So I start sweating not. profusely. Yeah. Because I get so hot. Yeah. Um, Which makes my anxiety rise even more. Yep. Like it happened to me at Atlantic City. Yes. Um, and then I couldn't I couldn't cool down. I get heat up. I can't cool, cool down. Um, um that's my work phone. My oh. phone. Um yeah, but like I couldn't cool down. I just right. couldn't cool down. Sorry that we're talking all about this and poor Jenny is like I know. Are you done with my story? <laughs> 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 yeah. Jenny has some amazing pictures. 
You need to go online. You need to go on the website and you need to check them out. Take a look. Go online. Dial up. Go online. Log in. Log in. Dial up. Yep. (laughs) So, thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Jenny. Okay, now we have Jennifer's Waitress with Joe Mack. This has been a long time coming. This has been a long time coming. This is almost like a year. But she sent it later. Like, she didn't send it, like, right after. Like, right after she Yeah, no, no, no. But it's still been a while. Um, This is kind of a Broadway Joe diary, the happiest nine weeks of my life. A little backstory. When Joe started his podcast, he mentioned he and his family would be moving to New New York City. New York, <laughs> NYC. I was excited. Thinking about the possibility of solo Joe shows in NYC and possibly running into him should I be so lucky. I also thought he'd be a great doctor. Is it? I think it's Pometer. Yeah. And waitress. He moved here in June and my 39th birthday was approaching. And I kept joking with my coworkers that he should just come to waitress simply to say hi to me. So I'm guessing that she works at waitress ah yes yes my birthday arrives we have two shows that day during the matinee i keep joking that day that today would be the best day to come see the show it didn't happen between the shows my co-worker set a birthday cake for me and then we got ready to open for the evening performance in the middle of seating my co my co-worker comes over to me and says jen someone wants to say happy birthday to you Oh, I'm moving on. I would die. There he was. Joe looked at me and smiled and said, happy birthday and gave me a hug. I was so stunned, but remained semi-professional. He was seated in my aisle, so I showed him to his seat. He asked where he could get some water, so I directed him to the bar. All my coworkers were like, ask for a pitcher. After a few minutes, he comes downstairs with Barrett, and I was like, welcome back. And I asked Joe for a picture. He said, of course. So I took him over to the side, not to draw attention to the middle aisle, and then walked with him back over to his aisle. Barrett shook my hand and introduced herself. She's so nice. That's very sweet. Um, Joe said, it's her birthday. Aw. She said, happy birthday to me as well. Oh, wait, it's not Barrett's birthday. Sorry. Joe said it's it's her birthday, like her birthday. Okay, like sorry. Jennifer's yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she said happy birthday to me as well. I walked them to their seats and told them to enjoy the show. You can imagine how badly I wanted him to play Dr. Pometer now. I mentioned that he should play Dr. Pometer so much at work that when I would ask, you know who should play Dr. Pometer? My coworker would say, we know, we know. It's probably not going to happen, though. This is crazy. This really is crazy. This is crazy. It's almost like you have like a... Like a like a sixth like sense. Like a sixth sense for Broadway. Or for Joey McIntyre. Or for Joey McIntyre. I love, love Joey McIntyre's sixth sense. I take that. <laughs> I take that over my ghost sixth sense. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to get creeped out all the time. I still haven't seen that movie. I don't think I've talked to them about my ghost sixth sense. I don't know that you have. Maybe I'll talk about it afterwards. All right, but let's get through. Let's let's get to the story because this is a good story. This is a good story. This is a great story. Um, September twentieth. I'm seeing people as normal. Who comes up my aisle? Yep, Joe Solo this time. I said, "Are you stalking me?" He said, "You know it." Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. I said, it's always nice to see you, whatever the reason. He said his friend Adam is in the show. My coworker, Kimmy, who was also a big fan and brought him to me on my birthday, wanted a picture. Yeah, no problem. I'll just walk up to him. I went over to him and apologized for bothering him. He said I wasn't. I said, one of our ushers wants a picture with you. He said, sure, let's go. He's just, let me just. Joey McIntyre. You know what you did. Joey McIntyre. Now come on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Get your ass on here. <laughs> um, I bring him to Kimmy and we take the picture. Joe was like, wait, she, Kimmy, brought me to you, me. And now you're bringing me to her. How did he remember that? 
I have no idea because he's amazing. I mean, right? Yeah. We were like, yeah. He said, you could have asked the last time I was here. Kimmy said she didn't want to take away from my birthday moment. He was like, okay. So one picture, picture each time I come, I said, so you'll be back often. He said, maybe. And gave me a smile that made me melt. I said, what do I have to do to get you here as Dr. Palmer? He said, I don't know, sing on the stage. I said, this is now my mission. He laughed and went to sit back down. A few weeks later, I saw our lead producer and mentioned that Joe should be our next Dr. Palmer. This is crazy. That is crazy. It's like that sixth sense. It is. December 20th comes around and we get the announcement that Joe is joining the cast as Dr. Palmer. <laughs> I was so excited and everyone in the theater knew it. I was hoping he'd come back a few more times to watch the show before he started, but I figured it wouldn't be before Christmas and his birthday. January came and it took a bit, but he came back to the show. We saw him walk across the stage and figured he was here to see the show. I wasn't in one of my usual spots, so I didn't see him come into the theater. I was outside that day. I saw him walk by me at intermission, so I waved to him, and he was like, hey, you got your wish. <laughs> I said, yeah. I mean, I said it enough in the theater. I asked him how rehearsals were going and how excited I, I was that Stephanie Torrance would be his Jenna. He walked backstage for most of the intermission, and on his way back, he had to pass me again. So I got his attention, and I said, I'm going to apologize in advance for fangirling. He said, please, you're fine, and smiled and went back to his seat. He was originally supposed to start on February 5th, but he announced he would start on February 4th. I was counting down the days till February 4th. February 4th comes and I go to work like normal. Okay, not like normal. I was just sitting around with my coworkers like I normally do. And Joe comes walking across the stage, looks out to us, sees me, points to me and says, you want it, you got it. If it sucks, it's your fault. Oh my God. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I cannot believe that. I'm dead. I'm speechless. You and Joe are like friends. Like, like, yeah. Bosom buddies. Bosom buddies. Is that what you were going to say? No, I would say like, like besties. Like, yes. Like you, you, that's crazy. This is amazing. Like, that's crazy. I love it. I want to, I want to, that, that's my dream. You want that. I want to be like, you hey, want to be besties with Joe. Yes, all my life. Well, before I wanted him to be my husband, but uh, no. <laughs> right. Well, maybe he, maybe he can be your fiance in your dream. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, having Harry Styles. Right. <laughs> maybe you move to Hawaii. Maybe you live next door to me and Harry. Oh, maybe. Oh gosh. Um. I had no response. I thought this is one of the coolest and most embarrassing moments of my life. After the show, I had found something by the seats that I needed to bring to Lost and Found. On my way back, I passed Joe and I was like, you going to shout at me every day? He said, always. True to his word, the next day comes out. he comes out to stage and looks out. My supportive co-workers are like, there, there she is. Wait. True to his word, the next day he comes out to the stage and looks out. My supportive co-workers are like, here she is. I was like, thanks, guys. So embarrassing. I shouted, what do you have to say to me today? He couldn't hear me and motioned for me to come to the stage. So as we know, when a new kid calls, you come. I said, any words for me today? He said, mm, I got nothing. I said, well, you were awesome last night. He said, thank you for everything. I walked away. Everything? What did I do? After the show, he did karaoke. Of course, I came back after the show was over to watch. And she linked to the YouTube video. Next day, he comes out to the stage. I didn't see him and goes, Psst, waves and leaves. At this point, my coworkers were teasing me heavily. It was all good. <laughs> I was fine with it. Valentine's Day, he walks out on the stage and was like, hey, what am I supposed to do? And I said, I just want to sign playbill for myself. I said, just to write to Jen, Joe McIntyre. He had that playbill for quite some time. I was like, did you write a novel? He said, read it. Jen, thanks for getting me the show. XO Joey McIntyre. I'm dead. I was also able to get one of the Valentine cards they were giving to a few individuals that messaged the waitress Instagram account. I am so hey. I am so very lucky. You are. I am so very lucky that I have a Valentine from Joey McIntyre. Thanks, Jenny. And it says to Nikki. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> 
February 26, my friend Amy and I went to the kids night on Broadway event to see him. I was pretty sure by this time he was going to be like Jen, leave me alone. But he was sweet as always. After he did his speech, he went through the line and took selfies with everyone. After I got mine, I said, see you at work. He's like, you sure will. March 8th, you read my story about this already. But an additional detail after I got my CD signed, I said, see you at work. He smiled. Poor guy was so tired and now he has to do a show. Mm-hmm. Um, she sent a story in about her New York City um, hanging tough anniversary experience. Yes. Yes. March 13th. Joe had a meet and greet after the evening show. We had a matinee earlier that day and I asked him to sign the shirt I made for GMA. He was like, let's do it. I'm like, you got to read it first. He was like, this is great. He liked the pie names on the back, too. He signed right on his picture, too. You can see it on the pic that we took on the stage. April 4th, he did a Q&A after the show. I was actually able to sit and watch the show that night since I had someone at the show I had to wait for anyway. It was actually nice to watch the show. Those are the really big stories. We had a few tiny conversations that I'll keep to myself. If you would have told eight-year-old me one day you'll work with Joey Mack, I would have told you that you were insane. Dreams do come true. And oh my God, she put the playbill. Oh my God, it says, yeah, thanks for getting me on the show. Oh my gosh. Oh my word, Jen. So I'm looking at this and I'm wondering, could that be the one that you have? Oh, (laughs) it very well may be. Looking at the posters that Nikki now has. I I have the ones that were on like the bins or whatever they were, like the big ones. Yeah. And she's got a picture of it. And I've got it. So maybe that's one of you. Maybe May- that was the just, one that you have now. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe not. But that's so fun. So I didn't get one of these Valentines no. like she has here. I got the New Kids yes. on the Block put out like Valentines of like yes. Joe and Jordan and all of them. That you so could like Jenny, fill in. So Jenny printed them one off. Yep. And Joe signed it. Freaking Which is amazing. so cool freaking amazing this is so cool it really is so cool so she's got some videos on here you'll have to go on our website and check out our pictures because they're amazing and yeah so cool so cool so cool this is so cool i was just reading the playbill like inside part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, there's pictures of it on there, so you can oh, read, I'll read it. it. I'll read it. It says, Joey McIntyre, Dr. Palmer. Um, theater career was held up when he auditioned for New Kids on the Block. A very long story short. A very long story short. They went on to sell over 80 million records and continue to sell out arenas today. As a solo artist, Joey penned the top 10 hit, Stay the Same. <laughs> TV film credits include Matt in The Fantastics, Fantastics, David E. Kelly's Boston Public, loved it, The McCarthy's on CBS, and The Heat with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. I love his character in that movie. It's so funny. Um, theater credits include more than a few Los Angeles productions, most recently the... Pseudolus? Uh, and Forum... At the Gary Marshall Theater in NYC, he played John in the original off-Broadway production of Tick, Tick, Boom in Fierro. That sounds right. I don't I don't think that's it because I don't know anything about Wicked. Sorry, guys. Um, opposite of Adina Menzel. Is she from? The Delsa. I thought so. In Wicked. Love to B, G, R, and K. Aww. That's sweet. That's cute. That really is. So I love his picture. It's like, hey, it's me, Joe McIntyre. <laughs> like this picture? <laughs> no, this one. Oh. This one. Hey, it's me. Joe oh, McIntyre. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. That was such a good story. That was so good. Thank you so, so yes. much. And thank you to. And thank you to Jenny, the other Jenny, for sending that story, because I don't think we said thank you. 
The first story? We got caught up in talking about the hot first flashes. one? Yeah. No, we thanked her a million times. Oh, okay, sorry. We thanked her before the hot flash story. Well, thanks again. And after the hot flash story. And thanks story. to this Jenny. Is it Jenny or Jennifer? Jennifer. Or Jen. Um, for sending this. This is a, like seriously. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Me me included in this. Was that your stomach? Yes, it was. <laughs> Like, who would have thought we, I would be able to meet him. Right. Like, that would ever be a reality. Let alone have a conversation with him. Let alone have him sing a song to me. Right. That's like. WTF. That's like, I mean, think about it when you were a kid. No. Like, I think about that. I think about actually the cartoon a lot. (laughs) I know this is weird. But, like, being that age, like mm-hmm. a child. Yeah. And watching the cartoon and listening to the music mm-hmm. and, like, lip syncing along. Yeah. And making your own, like, dance routines and pretending your bed is a stage. Right. And that the canopy thing is a microphone. <laughs> and playing with the dolls and, like, all of it. I think about all of it and how surreal it was. Mm-hmm. Like, as a kid, like, I don't want to say surreal, but, like, you were such a fan. Right. And they were just on TV. They were right. just in cartoon form. They right. were just in the tape player. Right. And then to and think, as a child, to think like in 25 years, which is what it was I, approximately, till we first met them. Right. Approximately. Right. To think like in 25 years, which is twice of my lifetime at that point, more than that, I'm going to meet them and hug them. I'm going to go on a cruise with them. It's so crazy. Like, my little brain wouldn't have been able to handle that. No. And it was, it would have been completely out of the realm of, like, possibility. I think about this a lot. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, though. Like, in my little brain, I thought maybe someday they would drive by. No, mine, (laughs) mine, in my. Like, that's why I put the things out. Just in case. Well, just in case it was, like, maybe a relation. Right. And they were like, that little girl on an Thornton aunt, Road. Or like a cousin. Loves or... Joey McIntyre. Loves New Kids on the Block. Right. And they like knew them. Like, right. And that's what, that's what like, I was doing. This, this little girl It was like you. a Batman. It was like the. Like a bat signal? Yeah, the bat signal. So, yeah, no, I never, never in a million years would have ever thought. Now, I went to the, I went to their concert when I was 10. Mm-hmm. So I saw them in person <coughs> from very, very far away. Yeah. Very, very far away. Right. And so they were real and human at that point. But, but they it was really still like watching them on TV, kind of. Exactly. Because I was watching them on screens. Like you went to the concert, you were hearing the sounds that were coming out of their mouths, but it wasn't. <laughs> yes. It was still little like they were on TV. Yeah. It was. Yes. No, exactly. Because you couldn't like see their face. Right. You knew. I knew it was Jordan because of the shirt. Right. Because I had seen Baby, it on TV. Baby, I believe in you. That one? Yes. Down out. Down out. Down out. Mm-hmm. So. And every little thing you do. <laughs> I just did, like, gyrations. Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> but anyway, how cool. This was, like, thank you so much for sharing the story. It was so awesome. It's amazing. So now, I will share shelly's mixtape experience now shelly that sent this um with the our mixtape experience my so-called whatever mixtape experience she sent me a bunch of videos and and photos and like a whole google drive um which was awesome so i will try to find the stuff that she talks about but if i don't don't come at me right (laughs) don't at me uh okay hi I have a ton of photos and videos from five different shows. Feel free to look through through them all. Uh, let's and see. I wrote Shelly. Shelly gave us a link to all her photos, many which we plan to use on using for the Mixtape Experience Project. How's that coming along, by the way? We're excited to see it when it's ready. It's coming. I know. It's coming. Know. It's going to be like a year. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. but it will be there and we can be like, oh, let's reminisce. Oh, that happened. It's just thing. You guys, honestly, <laughs> everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. 
They I know. Mean, we talked about it. We a talked weeks about ago. it. I I fully intended on having this all wrapped up because I had Christmas break, mm-hmm. the entire Christmas break off, and that is when I was going to finish it. And I got really sick, and, and then my, and my dad fans. was sick, and that's it, when shit started hitting fans. Yeah. I mean, really, really. I remember that because it was hitting. It was hitting fans for you. It was hitting fans for me. Right. So we're only human. I know. We I just don't want people to do. think I forgot. No, we know. We know you didn't forget. That's why I bring it up from time to time. Good. Because, I'm glad like, that you do. I'm because glad that you do. I know you haven't forgotten. No. I want to make sure they know you haven't forgotten. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um. All right. So these are some notes of things in the folders that she shared. Right. Cincinnati opening night. There is a video of the beginning that has the original intro to the show that was, oh, that with the part that was cut out at later shows. Oh. Oh, interesting. There is also video that shows how the original order of the show remixed on <coughs> B-Stage. I remember I seeing remember that. that. The video when they're in the crowd singing Block Party shows Harley and John, um, shows Harley, and John walks over to him at the end of the song as he's going to be stage we were sitting right next to harley amazing that's amazing lighting was horrible at the show and the sound wasn't much better the guys had a lot of issues with their earpieces too and you can see that at several points oh and there was a video of 80s baby and it was very obvious that most of the artists didn't know the words <laughs> even joey forgot a part that he sings you know what that's to be expected you know what? It, it was the first and it one. was the first show yeah there are VIP picks in this folder and also picks from pre-show at Wahlburgers with Paul. Yay. Uh, Nashville. These are from Fourth Row. Nothing spectacular. So cool. But I think that Fourth Row is pretty freaking yeah. spectacular. I'm sure you enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans. My husband went with this. Went with this. Went. Yep. I'm going to start <laughs> that over. My husband went with me to this show. So a lot of this is his view. We were on the Kiss Cam. Oh, cute. Oh, that's cute. So there's a photo and video of that. There's also a good one of the shirt he wore that got a lot of compliments and an acknowledgement from Donnie, too. So cool. Boston. This is show two from Boston. There are also photos in this album of the OG Wahlburgers and Hingham and other random things, too. Very cool. Greenville. This album has VIP pics. Hey. Atlanta. These are pics from bar stools. There are VIP pics in here too, and also pics of the VIP area when the elevator opened and all the guys were crammed in an elevator. That's, I can't wait to see that pic. Just let me know if you have any issue opening those. I also wanted to share an experience with you from the Atlanta show. This is really cool. When I attended the Total Package Store in Atlanta in July 2017, I already knew that my weight and my health were out of control. I took a photo before the concert of the stage and made a promise to myself that the next time NKOTB came to Atlanta, I was going to be sitting on one of those bar stools and be at a small enough weight to actually comfortably fit fit on the bar stool. In December of 2017, I weighed in at 357 pounds. I had some medical test results come back that indicated my weight was impacting my health in several ways. Doctors, nutritionists, surgeries, and online support groups became a part of my journey to learn a new lifestyle that was healthy. As I started this process, it became somewhat of a running joke to have a theme song. One of my all-time favorite songs just happened to be Remix, and it was so very fitting for the journey that I was on. For 18 months, Remix played in my house and car thousands of times. It played when I needed motivation to get my butt on the treadmill, when I really wanted to eat 5 billion calories, when I struggled with realizing my mental, emotional relationship with food was toxic, when I needed to get my butt up to move to get my steps in, and also when I just needed a reason to smile. On July 11th, 2019, I weighed in at 150. Wow. Holy cow. Which was 205 pound difference between the total package tour and the mixtape tour. I fit easily onto the barstool seat. That was a victory. But then I get goosebumps. Donnie Wahlberg got down on a knee in front of me, held my hand and sang a verse of remix to me during the show. My heart. He, of course, had no idea how much that song has been a part of helping Keep me motivated the past 18 months. He had no idea what that moment truly meant or how that song and those guys were part of the motivation I needed. Needless to say, it was an epic moment and that song will now forever make me smile. I included a before and after photo here for you. The before is January 2018 and that shirt is the largest size they sold at the total package tour. The after is from the Atlanta show. Donnie and I together are as big as I was in the before photo, which is still a little unbelievable to me. 
Hope you can use some of this, Shelly. OMG. Oh, my gosh, Shelly. Okay. You look amazing. All, you are an inspiration. And you're beautiful. Either way, you were beautiful. Yes. Beautiful to start with. Beautiful now. Um, but truly, mm-hmm. like, you are an inspiration. And I... I needed this. Like, I know for a fact there are people listening mm-hmm. right now that are going on our website and looking at these pictures and they are saying, holy shit, that is what I needed to see today. I, I can, It that makes grows me feel like I can do it. It makes me feel like I can do it. it. It makes me feel like I can do it because what she said, like, for me, it's like the depression is yep. really getting to me right now. Yeah. And when I want yeah. to go and get on that treadmill, because that's what I really need. I'm eating healthy. Mm hmm. It's the exercise part. I need to really, need I need the movement and it's going to help me with my depression if I just get, but it's like my mind tells me, nah, you're good. Why don't you take a nap? Yeah. And so what do I do? I go and take a nap. Yes. Because that is, but I look at her and default. I think, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. This is awesome. I think that's crazy though. When she says the picture of her and Donnie together, is like the same size as the picture of her before. That's crazy. Because like that, I mean, the yeah, it's true. That's that's wild. Yeah. Good for you. You uh, go, girl. And here's the thing. You look amazing. Yeah. But also, I'm sure you feel so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you feel so much better. Yeah. Just health wise. Right. And right. I hope it gives you like some peace of mind. Yeah. That you are healthier. Yeah. Because that's all I want. That's all I'm looking. I'm just looking to feel. Here's the thing. Okay. I'm never going to be 150 pounds. I'm almost 40 years old. Yeah. There comes a point in my life. And I feel like I'm at that point now where I don't really. I I, I don't want to do anything for vanity's sake. Right. This is more for I want to be here. (laughs) <laughs> I want to be on this planet mm-hmm. and I want to feel better mm-hmm. and move better mm-hmm. and be able to do things with my young daughter. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I'm at. No, I get it. And I mean, losing weight is part of that. Right. It, it all ties together. Right. But that should, that's probably, I mean, it goes hand in hand, but I'm not doing it so I can get down to a size six. Yeah. Because that's not what I'm trying. That's not what I'm after. I had like a light bulb moment. Yeah. Um, last Friday. I went and practiced and I, I went and shot around with Bryn mm-hmm. and was helping her with post moves and stuff. Yeah. And you know how like there's muscle memory? Yes. Well, my muscles remember me doing moves a certain way. Yeah. Well, because I'm so much bigger, it was very frustrating for me because I couldn't do the moves because right. I'm bigger. Yeah. Um. It wasn't that I was out of breath or anything like that, which I was when I started. I ended up playing in a game. Yeah. And I was like, this is ridiculous. But also I yeah. have to think, Nikki, you haven't played basketball. In how long? And also you've been sitting on your ass. Right. Um. And yeah. Yeah. But it, it occurred to me that my body still thinks it can move the same way it did. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with me athletically. Right. I just need to like lose the weight because the next day my knees hurt so bad. Well, I'm sure. Because it was like you're putting too much weight on me and trying to do too much. So Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I I'm gonna have to look this up. And we can talk about it off record. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Um, but something about the weight when you're walking downstairs, mm-hmm. the pressure that you put on your knees is like, like take your weight and times it by like 10. <gasps> it's some, it's, I don't remember exactly what it is. I'm going to look it up though, mm-hmm. because I was talking to my mom about this because with my ankle and I shouldn't say your knees, but like your joints overall. Yeah. 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 But I was talking about my ankle the one that I broke and how going upstairs, it, it doesn't make sense, but it's easier and it feels better for me to walk upstairs. Me too. No, 
than it does for me to go and I, downstairs. And I didn't understand that. And she said, well, it's because. And so now I'm going to look up, like, going downstairs. Because I am very slow going downstairs. Mm-hmm. Because I can sometimes feel my ankle and one of my knees kind of, like, buckle. Me too. Yeah. And I don't particularly want to go face first down the stairs. No. And I don't particularly want to have knee replacement surgery. Nope. So I need to start doing stuff. And like, I just, for me, I have a toxic relationship with food. Like I just, it's, it's a mental illness. It's, it's an eating disorder. It really is. Like Mm -hmm. I know it, it's, it's for me, it serves as something that's supposed to bring me pleasure, but it doesn't in the end. Right. So if I can replace that with exercise, which I do, I, I have done that before. Yeah. And it's worked. I just wasn't eating the way that I should have been. Okay. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You and I are very alike in very many much ways. So. Very much so. We both have this like obsessive type of personality mm-hmm. oh 100 yeah where if it's the right thing now it's not with everything it's not no. like i can be like i want to be obsessed with exercise and then i am but i get obsessive about it but you but find under the right circumstances mm-hmm. both of us will become hyper focused on something right and we've been like that since we were children yeah 100 i mean i think about like like boys we liked. I right. think about bands we've liked. Basketball. I yes. I think about things like that. Um, even like with work, like things like yeah. that. We if if we're if if we zone in on it, we're hyper focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be a good thing, and it can be a really bad thing. It was really bad when it was a work thing. I mean, <laughs> it, it it can be it, it can go either way. It's like a double edged sword. Right. Thank God. Neither one of us ever got into drugs. like drugs. Right. Because we would probably be dead. Right. I mean, to be honest. Right. But I look at things like um, food. Mm-hmm. For an example, it fits with this conversation. I obsess over food. I obsess over it. Mm-hmm. So, so much so that I'm always thinking about my next meal. Yeah. And... Now, so I've been I've been doing Weight Watchers mm-hmm. for two weeks, mm-hmm. and I'm obsessed with it. And that's how that's. So I will tell you that's why I had to stop because I'm obsessed. With I was it. becoming. I have to find a happy medium with it. Is really what it is mm-hmm. because it worked for me at one point. It worked for me too. It worked for me really well back but, when we both did it together. Right, but for me. I was becoming so obsessed with every single thing that all I was doing was thinking about food. Yeah. So I'm trying to not only think I'm, I'm really trying hard Mm -hmm. to not think about food, but I'm obsessed with my points Mm -hmm. and staying within my points, which I guess that's a good good. thing. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing. And I'm not, and I'm also obsessed with finding the best deal for my points. Mm hmm. Which is sounds which so again silly. is good though those are all good things, but I, I feel like I did when we did Weight Watchers back when I lost like thirty pounds on well, it. Well, that's great. That was way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I looked at it as a competition back then. Yeah, and what I would do is I became obsessed with my points. And became obsessed with exercise when it came to my points. Yeah. So I would sometimes exercise for two hours. I don't exercise. Like at all. I can remember. And I became obsessive with exercise. Yeah. I I am not an exerciser. I, I should become one. But I feel like, if I'm being honest, I need to get some weight off before I can do it yeah. comfortably. Yeah. Honestly. No, I get it. And um, also, it's too damn cold to go for a walk. And I have a treadmill. These are all excuses. I have a treadmill. I don't want to fucking use it. But anyway, so that that's just that's just our reality. Mm-hmm. And you and I are very similar like that. Yeah. To, so to say, like, to circle back to say it's an eating disorder. Well, it is an eating disorder. Yeah. 
It, it doesn't really look is. like. It doesn't look like the. Not all eating of, disorders look the same. Right. It really is. And that's, I mean, going to therapy. That's what Keith has told me. Like, this is very much overeating is very much as concerning as being bulimic or being because we're killing ourselves is. slowly. Of course it is. Um, And, you know. But you can't detox from it because you have you have to correct, eat to live. Correct. That's exactly. the difference. And people it's hard for people to under, not to understand because it's like it's like a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Stop doing the drugs. Right. Well, that's really easy for someone to say who doesn't have the addiction. Right. It's very difficult for that person to stop doing the drugs and they can take it out of their lives and they can detox and they can stay away from the triggers. But like when you have an addiction to food, you can't stay away from those triggers. No. You have to eat. Right. Or and you will die. It's so easy to slip up. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, over go out of town for one night. Yeah. And see see how you do. Right. It's really difficult. Right. But and so and I think a lot of people get that and understand that. Yeah, yeah. I do too. But I think a lot of people don't. Yeah, I do too. So you know, I'm sure we have people on both sides right. listening. Yeah. And they're like, I just don't get it because a lot there are people that just can eat whatever, and and they don't have and they don't have the same relationship with food as we do, and they don't have the same non metabolism. Right? Like, yeah. You know, everyone processes it differently. Mm-hmm. Like we have friends that could eat an entire pizza, right, and an entire bag of Oreos, right, and still at the end of the day be a size eight, right. Always. Always. Um, so it's just everyone's different. Yeah. But anyway, that was a tangent and a half. So we'll be we are really trying right now. Like that is my focus right now is really losing weight. Um, I've been sick, so it's another excuse. Yeah. Well, no, that, but but um But you've been sick, so you have to obviously take but I lost yourself. doing the intermittent fasting. I was obsessing, yeah, over what I was going to eat in my window. Like I could not wait for my window. Yeah, that's where right I had a hard now, time. Since I've been sick and I haven't been intermittent fasting, I've been losing weight. Interesting. Um, because I I feel like my stomach got s- somehow smaller in that period of time, even yeah. though I wasn't losing much weight. Uh huh. Um, and I can't eat as much as I yeah. did before. I can't binge because it was making me sick. No, I feel like that too. I I can't binge. No. I've tried. It, like I literally I will throw up. Yeah. I tried and I can't. And binging for me was, has always been an issue. Has always been an issue. So I thank intermittent fasting for that because it was never like until I started intermittent fasting, I didn't have that problem. Um so I'm still going to do intermittent fasting because I think that it worked for me. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm going to make better decisions when I do break my fast. Yeah, that was that was the challenge yeah. for me is you don't to break your fast. You don't go to McDonald's and order a right. Big Mac and chicken nuggets right. and fries and a shake. Right. Like that's not how you break your fast. <laughs> it's really hard because like right now everything is dependent on the new house. And it's like, well, as yeah. soon as the new house is because I have a kitchen Right. I have the ability. We right now we don't have any um, propane in our stove, so right. we can't make meals, and so everything is e- takeout. You know, and it's hard. That's really hard. It's hard. It is. Um, we still try to make like we have salads two times a week. Yep. Um, we try to make better decisions. Yep. But I'm not losing weight. You know what I mean? Like because I'm not being active. Can I just? I'm going to interject real quick. Yeah. Do you? And this has has something to do with it, but doesn't. But it does. Do you have an air fryer? Yes. Do you use it? Yes. I, okay. So I really wanted an air fryer, but I didn't really know why. Yeah. So I got one for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And when I, the first couple, I didn't use it for days because I was like, I don't know what to make with this other right. than french fries. Let me tell you something. That air fryer, best purchase ever. You best can, gift ever. I mean, you can do like grilled chicken. So I buy the Tyson Grilled and Ready mm-hmm. frozen chicken because I need convenient. I work this time of year, no, there's nothing wrong with that. I work ten hours a day. Yeah, and I get home and I have to make a quick dinner, so I throw a couple of those in there, zero points. Yeah, because I'm on the blue plan, and I put it in like a flat out wrap 
or on like a light English muffin with fat-free cheese. Like it's perfect. Yum. It's delicious. And that air fryer and turkey bacon in the air fryer. Amazing. One point of slice. I haven't tried bacon in the air fryer. It's really good. It tosses it around so it comes yeah. out curly, but I like it curly. So guys, yeah. that was a huge tangent. Yes, it was. But thank we you love for you guys. We love you. Send your, your stories, my so-called whatever at gmail.com. We need them. All stories, yes. please. Yes. And we'll see you next week. Okay. Peace. Bye. Bye. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, Brooke and Nikki. It's Toy. Um, I just wanted to let you know I just finished your um, episode about Heathers, and y'all put a warning out there um, that if it was a trigger, you know, don't don't watch or whatever. But you should put a warning on your canvas. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I laughed so hard. I was crying, and I had to pull over because I had mascara in my eyes and it was burning and I couldn't see if I was driving down the road when I don't even know what song it was about. But Nikki, <laughs> you had committed to it. Just like Brooke said, the bottle in the songs instead of the Bible in the Psalms. And you had you had 99 bottles of beer on the wall. That's why they have it that way. Oh my gosh, I laughed so hard and I needed that laugh because things have been really stressful here. So I just appreciate you guys so much, but I did have to pull over because I was laughing too hard. <laughs> I'm sure people thought I was psychotic, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. I love you guys, and I will talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Bye. End of messages. File's done.